Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, featuring Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith while building a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. So welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast brought to you by the Influence Alliance, which is the business building community for coaches and consultants who want to build a profitable and scalable business while also make a much bigger impact in the world with their message. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Now, joining me on today's show is Aaron Kimball. Aaron helps Christian businessmen and entrepreneurs overcome fear so that they can grow their business without losing their faith or their family. Now, on today's show, Aaron's going to talk specifically about how we can learn about the lack of limitations in our life. He's also going to talk about how to use faith in our lives and our business. And he's going to ask the question, and I'm sure dive deeper into, what is your value? And so much more. So welcome to the show, Aaron. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me today. You are so very welcome. Oh, and we appreciate you sharing your knowledge and expertise. So as I said in the introduction, you work specifically with uh, Christian businessmen and entrepreneurs. What led you to get into uh, that, that area? Was it something that you'd kind of uh, wish you would had had support in and that led you down the journey or was it something that you'd always uh, wanted to do? Share a little bit about your backstory. No, actually, to be honest with you, I never saw it coming. It was kind of a, a baseball bat to the head. You know, I, I love business. I love doing business in in, in business form. Yeah. And I guess a couple of years ago, I was doing really well. Thought, you know, for most people's standards, you know, everybody thought I was all good, but just something inside of me was like, still not right. There's something more to life. And I said, all right, God, what do you want me to do? He, I said, I'll do whatever you want me to do. You know, when you say that, and you have no idea what it is. You have no idea what's coming. You better in. watch out. If you, if you yes. know, commit like, to the Lord, isn't it? Yes, like no idea what's coming next, right? So some events happened in my life that made me get really uncomfortable. Like I was totally cool with being uncomfortable. Like I've had to be uncomfortable to grow to where I've, I've grown to, but made me even more uncomfortable. And then it led me to join in this group, this mastermind group. And out of this mastermind group, the one biggest thing that came out of it was family businessmen because I, I loved to help, you know, people. I like to help people, but the biggest thing that came out of it was when this was right when COVID hit. Okay. So when we were starting to hear about all of domestic violence, you know, divorces, and it's like, all right, men, it's time for us to stand up, be the leaders that we're supposed to be, you know, in our, we can't just do it in our business. If we do it in our business. We're not doing it at home and vice versa. Right. So it has to all go together. So that's where it came to just me because it's time for men to stand up, be the leader at home and in your family and in your business and all across the board. So that's where it started and originally came from. And, and it's, and it's kind of grown from there. Yeah. I, I, before we dive in, because there, there's so many different areas that, uh, you know, it's so important to share because as we know, all of us uh, have undergone, no matter what which part of the world we're in, have gone uh, 
incredible changes and complexities, which we're still continuing to, to navigate through. Yet for all of us who know the Lord, we know that we've got a strength uh, and we can lean on him so we don't have to go through. And he has all the answers. We just need to be mindful to take the time to ask, what is that? And, and as you said, sometimes it can have you go through seasons of being a little bit more un uncomfortable. But take us to that because uh, I know that sometimes the greatest shift that the Lord can be making in our lives requires the greatest surrendering. And for those of us who are entrepreneurs and maybe just human, the surrendering part doesn't always come easily. Yet once we do that, and as you said, we go through a little bit of the, can I use the term, crushing, what comes out the other end is just like, man, I wish I had done this years ago. Take us back to that moment. What were some of the things that you did uh, that kind of now you looking back can see helped you navigate through that? Because some of us can navigate through that reasonably well and others, we can continue to be fighting that for years. Well, the way I did it is everything happens for a reason, right? When something happens to you that may feel really bad or like, you don't understand why this happened to you. Why does it have to happen to me? There's usually a purpose behind it, right? Yeah. It's to get you to become who you need to become in order to do your assignment, right? To do whatever you need to do. So everything that was going on was helping me become who I needed to become in order to do what I needed to do. Yes. And yes. that's what we need to look at. That when we see things happen in our life, it's not like, oh, poor me. You know, I did you know. No, look at it going, what is God trying to tell me? Where is he trying to push me? And let's go that way. Because the faster you do that, the easier life is. Yeah. Did you realize looking back, and I know, you know, my own life too, you look back and some of the things that were keeping you stuck, really keeping you stuck and allowing the Lord to, to really move in your life, with a bit, with the most. So here's what what I'm saying: the most significant things that he has knitted in you and where he wants you to be are most often the stumbling blocks. Did you find that too? And once you go th have gone through that, now you find that you can move through things a lot more, you know, uh, better. If that's if that's the the word I'm using, did you find that the biggest stumbling blocks is now the biggest strength that you bring to what you're mm -hmm. doing? Yeah, because for me the your pride and ego can be your biggest stumbling blocks, right? And once you finally let go of that, like the world becomes so peaceful and like you can overcome anything because it doesn't matter no more, right? I tell people I have no pride and ego at all. Yeah. And getting rid of that and getting that out of your way enables you to be able to hear and see what he's trying to get you to do in order to do what you need to do. Yeah. Now, um, something that I, I've heard, and it, not that I'm generalizing or anything, but, you know, what we often, and men are, are quite, um, you know, we don't like to to admit that we were, were wrong, but there's always a better way, isn't it? And and oh, really, yeah. there's no right or wrong. It's just realizing, you know what, what I've tried is just really not working. And it may not necessarily get the best result, particularly when you're dealing with teens, when, and you mentioned with your family as, as well. So what would you say at the onset you, you know you needed to I'm sure release a number of different things you talked about pride and ego uh, what were some of the greatest lessons and the greatest insights that you want to share that you know men and women we can all learn from what you're sharing today what was the greatest insight that once you kind of released that you found the learnings came far quicker and you were able to move far yeah. more uh, quickly in, in where the Lord was leading and and you have no control like you have absolute control over nothing but yourself right and your own thoughts and what way you, way you um, take those thoughts and what you do with them. So you have to realize you have absolutely no control over anything except for you. 
And a lot of times we don't control every situation. We don't control the people around us. We want to control everything, right? Life don't work that way. It does not work that way at all. So it, once you begin to understand that you don't control anything but yourself, life just really starts taking a whole nother turn for you. Yeah. And that even goes to kind of the things, the thoughts that you think, uh, because what we think can often manifest itself, you know, physically, psychologically, you know, physiologically. Um, and it all, and we know it says in the Bible, we knew the mind every morning. And that is so true. It has always been, but even more so, more important as, as well. And I don't know if men do this. I know that I do this really well. We fester, thought, you know, um, oh, conversations yeah. in our heads. Do men do that too? We have oh, conversations yes. in our head and we can have a massive argument with someone in our head and, you know, maybe your spouse. And when you talk to them because of what you've been thinking, you know, okay, so you do too. Did you find that that once you started to shift what was going on in your mind, it impacted mm -hmm. what was happening you know, practically, yes. yeah, okay. Yeah, because we get to tell ourselves and that, that we can't do something because we're always told we don't, we can't do something, we don't have enough money to do it. I mean, we can find a million excuses to things, right? Yes. But once you let all those excuses go and those limitations go, you really have none of whatsoever. Yes. Only except the ones you make up for yourself. Yes. How did you find that once you recognize that, that there's really no limitations because that completely shifts it, isn't it? Okay. So maybe there is something, there's a barrier, there's a block, there's a challenge. You looked at it in a very different way. Often then answers will come to you, especially if you pray about the answers, the answer will just pop into your head uh, because you've, you've had that time. That's that stillness. But did you find that that also impacted positively your relationships because you might've had a bit more patience? You might've, you know, tell us about what sort of things that you saw once you started to, to shift that. You know, it, it did make the relationships a lot better because you have to work on yourself. You can't work on anybody else. Even though I try, I'm not going to lie to you. I still try. And sometimes my wife will tell you, hey, I'm me, right? Yeah. You know, but you, you have to try it and, and do it all internally yourself and work and then let the good Lord work on whoever he needs to work on to help you, right? Yes. And the more you try to control that, the more you try to change things, the worse life gets for you. Sometimes mm -hmm. you, you got to sit back and take it as he gives it to you. That way you can process it because you may not be ready for what he wants to give you until you go through some more things in order to understand what he's trying to do for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so true. You know, when you find that um, you're dealing with certain situations, as you said, the only thing that you really control is, is yourself and how you respond, the things that we allow ourselves to to, to consider and, and to think about. When you, you, you know, because we're talking about, um, you know, the, the people that we most often love and want to protect. I know I think men have the, you know, the, the, the women is about the kind of the nurturing. I know I'm generalizing, but the Lord has knitted us in a certain way to fit mm -hmm. together beautifully so that all aspects of what needs to be, you know, maintained in business and in life can work together. So there's no right or wrong or better than anything. We're all, you know, individually together. We're much better. And so I know that for men, it's very much, uh, they want to be protectors of their family, women, the nurturers. That's why they fit together so beautifully. And when, you know, things uh, seem out of control, like, for instance, many businesses may have been working so well and then all of a sudden, you know, this crisis hits, this thing hits, challenges hit, and then all of a sudden, as you say, there it, it, it becomes almost like this, um, you know, a challenge to, to the family and being able to support that. Do you think that, and, and this is something I think no matter what, whether you're in business or just life in general, 
the way that we approach a conversation with our spouse, with our team, and maybe even saying, look, I don't all have all the answers yet, but we're together in this. I mean, that that kind of conversation mm-hmm. I think is a lot better than bottling it up inside and not kind of sharing it with your partner, with your spouse, with your business, you know, some of the colleagues, obviously to a degree, but did you find that that was something that you had to help navigate rather than keeping it all to yourself? Because sometimes when we have a conversation and we're so under a lot of stress and pressure, what comes out is not necessarily the best thing to come out. Does it, Does that true. make sense? Oh, very, very, very true. Because I'm one that, that I will keep everything inside. Like I will ball it all up. Won't tell anybody what's going on, but that doesn't work very well because if it's going on inside here, it's coming out. Right. Yes. So yes. you you can't do that. You got to talk through it, even though, you know, we, we still have to work at, it, especially like me, who's so used to doing everything internally and going out and doing things actually speaking and saying it out loud and letting people know where you are, where you're headed, you know, having those communications because communication is so important in everything we do and and in our business and our relationships with, with our family, it's, it's so important. And that's why when family businessmen, you know, God gave that to me and gave me four core values to go with that faith first, family, second business, third legacy, fourth. Yeah. You know, and we got to remember to do those in order because if, if we don't do them in order, why are we doing? Why are we doing what we're doing? Yeah, you know? absolutely, absolutely. You know? One of the other things that um, I think is really valuable too, and love you to to share more. You know, maybe there's something that you found has been really helpful, and maybe even some of the things that you're sharing with you know, the clients that you work with. And we talked about um, understanding that, you know, whilst we may not be able to necessarily control the situation, we control how we approach that situation. We, we need to be more open in our communication so that the people around us can support us the best possible way um, that can support us. And that leads me to my question, how often we don't know what will best support us. I'll give you an example. I've got a daughter who will often say something. She says, mum, I don't need, I don't need answers. I just need to vent. I just need to get it out. So I know that I've shared it and then I'll be fine. And so I know not to give her an answer, but just to say, you've got this, you've got it, you know, something like that. And then she's on, on her way. Would you find that a lot of men or business people don't know what best support them? So they can't say to their spouse, their business partner, their team members, this is what, really what I need from you to best support me. And when I've got this, mm-hmm. you know, we can move forward. Did you find that self-awareness was something that really helped you kind of navigate what you needed to do and share with others? This is best how to support me. Oh, totally. You, you got to totally know who you are, because if you're not, if you don't understand exactly who you are, how are you going to tell anybody else? You know, how are you going to communicate? How do you communicate with your employees? You know, a business client, your, you know, your wife, your kids, you know, you have to know who you are and how you can, how you come across, because I can come off very blunt, very straightforward, and it doesn't work that well for everybody. So you have to know who you are and say, look, I'm trying to talk to you and I, this is what I need to talk to you about. And it, it may come off that I'm very straightforward and very blunt, but I'm not doing that on purpose. I'm doing that because that's how way I communicate. And I need to understand how you communicate so I can work with you and we can work together and be able to do this. Cause if not, all you do is butt heads. 
Yeah, oh no, my but my uh, husband's very direct in that way too. And sometimes, you know, if had it, had he been one of my children, I would say, now would you like to reword that and present that in a nicer way? Then you just parked it to me. You've just got to understand, you know. And sometimes just let it go. I remember my mother you would always always say to me, you know, how you approach is it, it's so important. You Your know, approach is everything. Let it through, but it, it is true, isn't it? And I think once you start getting that way, understanding people people's uh, ways of communicating. I know sometimes my husband, he might have come home for work or be chatting. He said, I don't really need your life story about that. Just bullet point it for me. Basically, that's what he's saying. <laughs> so I know if I'm going into him, just give him the main highlights and that's all for him. Otherwise, it's going to glaze over. Sometimes you just got to laugh at it too, isn't it? And realise we're all different in that way. Understand the best way and then... Um, yeah, we can move forward in, in that. What are some other insights that you learned that you know can really be in, in, uh, impactful for people, perhaps people who are still kind of navigating through this next season? You know, just trust. You know, if you really believe in, in God, just trust. Like, put your faith all out there. Like, if you've been putting your faith in yourself and it hasn't been working for you, like, why don't you stop and like say, I'm not doing that no more. I put all my faith in you. You know, because I had to do that, you know, and I'm sure you did that when you started podcasting. You know, you're like, I'm going into uncharted territories. I don't know what to do. I need you to help me. And if you're at that point in your life where you're broke down or you're not sure where you want to go, you just put all your faith out there. Because yeah. at the end of the day, you have nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. Like you started with nothing. You know, if you lose it all, you can build it back because you gain more knowledge. Right. So don't be scared. Have faith and believe that God's taking you to the right place. Even if he, even if you go bankrupt, look at how many people went bankrupt and made it back ten times. You know, don't be worried about those little things. Those things will will work their stuff out in the middle. Just have the faith that He's going to take you in the right directions. If yeah. you put your total faith and trust in Him, then you have nothing to worry about. Yeah, absolutely. And Aaron, uh, we've got Elizabeth here who said, yeah, we need to totally just surrender to God's merciful blessings. And that's true. And, you know, along the way, thank you, Elizabeth, for, for sharing. Uh, along the way, I think, as you said, when you do kind of surrender, there are some things, there's some layers that we need to strip off or that he needs to strip off. And we need to do that and be mindful what we you pray for. However, it's often the shaping of that character that will allow you to grow in areas and, and, and release areas and obviously after forgiveness in certain areas where you may have um, tried to, to, to go on your own steam, so to speak, mm -hmm. isn't it? And once you do that and you're able to move more um, in sync, if you will, then that, yeah, allows you to, to, to go less around in circles. That's what I've found too because you recognise the triggers and you recognise the things mm -hmm. quickly. You can, I'm often saying, sorry about that, Lord. Okay, let's move on. What 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 do I need to do? That becomes far quicker, doesn't it? Than yes. Around yes. and around. And it just helps you in your life, in your home life, because you yes. recognize things so much faster about what you're doing or may you be where you're affecting others and the choices that you're making. And even with your kids. And then you, if you take that a step further in, into your business life, like once you get yourself out of your way and you can make those fast I mean, decisions that you need to make, just opens up so many new doors for you. 
yeah. weren't there before. Earlier, Aaron, and I'd love to uh, to just spend a little bit of time of focusing on this. You said when I joined a mastermind group, so I, I'm assuming that perhaps you were you did not know about mastermind or that particular mastermind group. And the reason I ask that is, you know, so often we feel that well. There is well. There's either no support out there, or that we can do it on our own. Would you say, looking back, where you are now, had it not been for that mastermind group and the coaches and the mentors and the you know the business people who are in that mastermind group, had it not been for them, that you may not have been where you are now? So, is help and asking for support important? Oh, it totally is. And what's so cool about that whole experience, because I'm in another one now, is I didn't even know this whole world existed. Like, I didn't even know coaching. I didn't know none of that even existed. Like, I'm from the old school where you go to, you either go to work or when you're going to work, you have another job and you create business. It's old fashioned businesses, right? So that's what I thought you did. You know, that's the way I grew up thinking, you know, so didn't know any better until I said, okay, I'm tired of doing it my way. I'll do it your way. Did one night this pop up on my phone, this mastermind group and, and the lady that I talked to on that, she, I don't know. We connected like right off the bat. Yeah. And through that is, is what made me join that mastermind group, you know, cause I never would have ever joined it without that, without her. And then that led me to, to coming up, you know, with God giving me family businessmen, the four core values, and then taking a step further into the mastermind group I'm in now that's helping me be even more me and be able to help people at a different level. Yeah, because within that mastermind group, and, and let's just share some of the things of value that you have, have gotten from that. I mean, if I think back to the various coaches that I have had, uh, many of them, uh, have gone before, they've overcome certain challenges, they've learned things and the insights that they're able to impart will enable you to become far more focused on what you need to focus on and also keep you accountable as, as well, isn't it? And be able to yeah. navigate through some of the things that you may not have even been aware that you would have to navigate through, as well as pointing out certain things that you do realise that this is kind of something, you know, a behaviour that you may want to look at. So all of those things I would imagine have been incredibly helpful for you and now what you're now doing for clients yourself, yes? Yes, totally, because, you know, when you go the traditional route, you go to school and, and um, you go to college and, and they teach you in college. And most time, this is going to be very unpopular, but I'm just going to tell the truth, okay? Mm-hmm. College does not teach you anything about business. Most of all of your professors have not done anything in business. They've just done something but talk about it. And I had a college degree. And when I started my first business when I was 30 and it was in the cattle industry and buying and selling cattle, I didn't know anything about a lot of the business. I knew about that, but I didn't know all the business stuff. And I had to learn that as I go. And I got in sec- my second college education by paying it and what I lost. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and when you pay what when you pay for college with what you lost, you'd never forget those. And I don't yes. care what business you're in, those business business principles go across from, you know, from the cattle industry all the way to IT, you know, because mm-hmm. I've worked with IT folks. It doesn't matter. Business principles are business principles. Mm-hmm. In college, you spend $100,000. This is what totally floors me. People will spend $100,000 sending their kids to a, to a college and where they don't learn anything except they got a piece of paper. But if they would send them to somebody that actually did business the way, the way they wanted to, they would be so far ahead. I mean, like so far ahead because you learn from someone who's actually done it and can tell you yes. all the mistakes that you don't want to make. But if you want to make them, go make them and go beat your head up against the tree if you would like. 
but it doesn't feel very, very good. Or here's the path that you can take and it's going to be a lot better for you. Yes. So true. So true. You know, and, and, and yeah, you, you, I've always believed that, you know, I used to work in the career industry uh, quite a number of decades ago and I'm pretty sure that people would still be saying this. It's that, and, and I heard this a lot. I don't have all of the degrees and the certifications that I feel that I need. And yet when I had a look at the practical experience, these people had, they had multiple degrees in, in practical experience that you cannot learn in books. And mm-hmm. how many people that I have, especially in the IT industry, have worked with people that have had graduates coming into their programs. They said, now everything that you've learned, if they get that, let's show you the, the way that real world does that. And if you think about it, and I don't say that to be offensive or not, it's just the truth. And if yeah. you see it, what technology and you know, industries now have had to change and adapt and pivot. I mean, all of the words that I'm sure have been on the you know lips of many businesses, the marketplace has changed. The needs of our customers have changed. We need to be, and there's another word that's often used, agile. And I think there's, you know, when you think about the entrepreneurial spirit, I think entrepreneurs, well, whether you want to say they're born or, you know, um, nurtured, maybe a bit of both, but it is the ability to overcome challenges, to think outside the box, to ask questions. Why have we always done that way? You know, why have we always Mm -hmm. done that way? To not follow rules, um, to zig when everyone else is zagging. And so that's kind of how I like to live my life because it's can I do it a better way? Why are we always done that way? You know, questioning and things like that I think is the biggest um, well, skill or, or something that you want to de- develop because you can always look at different ways, better ways. Um, don't follow trends, create trends is what I love to kind of follow. When you started to adopt that kind of mindset, and it is a mindset, isn't it? Mindset yes. first, making the decision, this is how we're going to move forward, and then the practical applications come from that. I would imagine that as the leader and CEO of your business, that that would also inspire the team around you. How has it impacted them? How have you seen that that's kind of filtered down to your business, but then now also to the people that you mastermind with, your customers? I'm sure that has kind of had a flow on effect, yes? Yes, it does. And and, and when you kind of get that, that that all inside you, like people can feel it. Like you put all them at peace. It doesn't really matter what's going on around you, no matter if it's good, bad, whatever. Everybody's at peace and everybody's moving forward. And then when you can sit around other people that are doing really cool things or and that haven't got to where, you know, maybe you are someone else right across the table is, but y'all can all sit there and help and 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 learn from one another. I mean, those are invaluable. You you can't really put a price tag on that. So when you can take all that and put that together, I mean, it's it's the best gift you can have. Yes. Something else that uh, I've got another podcast, Aaron, called Women in Leadership Podcast. And one of the things that I found that was really interesting was that women felt, and I'd love to see if men men have this too, they felt inept as a leader, even a new leader possibly, when they did not have all the answers. And I'm thinking to myself, but how could you know everything about anything? There was almost like a shame around saying to someone, I'm actually not really sure how to do that. Can you support me? Do you find that 
there's still this kind of thought that as leaders in business, we need to have all of the answers. I mean, how arrogant is that, isn't it? And how boring. If we knew everything, we wouldn't be able to learn, you know, from others around us. What What is your finding is that? You, is there still kind of this? I totally agree with you. And, and when you can let go of pride, like you have no problem telling everybody around you, like, I don't know the answer to this. I need help. Like yeah. I will tell everybody, I don't want to be the smartest person in the room. If I'm the smartest person in the room, I have a problem. Yes. Right. And it's me because I put too many people that I, I wanted to be somebody. Everybody pointed to said he's a smart. I don't want to do that. I want other smart people around me, like way smarter than me. So I can learn from them, too. And if we're not learning from each other, then what are we doing? And and it's OK if you don't know the answer. Like the best way to get respect to, for me, in, in my opinion, for everybody is to say, I don't know. Like, but I'm going to figure you, it out. We'll figure it, gonna, figure it out. We're going to figure it out together. And I don't know right now. But we'll figure it out later on. And that's okay because they're going to look at you and go, wow, he's human too, or she's human too. It doesn't really matter. Like, it, just just be honest and truthful and forthcoming and say, if you don't know it, don't know it. That's okay. None, none of us know everything, right? So yeah. oh, don't exactly. act like you do. And you know what you said earlier, I think it's such a great reminder, pride. Um, I mean, there's so many different Bible verses and even, you know, sayings, quotes yes. around how pride yes. can just set us up for, for that fall. You know, even if we make a decision when you go, you know what, I made a mistake, I stuffed up. This is not the best approach. Being able to halt it and then say, okay, so all of those lessons we've just learned, that is, as you said, that is going to be a fantastic learning opportunity in the building block upon which we will step up to the next level of whatever decisions that that mm. we make and I think sometimes too we, we're ashamed you know uh, of our mistakes so I remember years ago and I have I have a whole story which I won't go into now but I call it my worst business failure ever which is actually now the best thing that ever happened to me because that was the time the Lord just went okay you have some lessons to learn so I'm just going to let this situation <laughs> turn you around and go back to me and it certainly did and um, but the lesson that I learned around that was that I started to share about my worst business failure ever. And I remember someone emailing me and saying, thank you so much for sharing that and being so vulnerable. He said, because, and and almost like that there is no shame around failure. I mean, what is failure? I, uh, you know, I've made the worst business failures ever, but now they're lessons and they have become the principles yes. from which I teach others to say, don't do this, um, do it, there's a be better way. Mm -hmm. So that whole shame, and, and as Christians, we know that that's often where the enemy will continue to prod and yes. prod and prod and say, you're no good at this. This is not you. Don't tell anyone else. There's such shame around that. We have that secondary things. Would you say that when you realise that every failure is the greatest opportunity of learning and has given you that pivot and on which you can now continue to grow, you look at things a lot differently, don't you? You're willing to take more balanced risk and and trying things out yeah you're totally right because you know the devil talks and tries he, he starts it off in, in genesis right off the bat talking even to you know taking the fruit yeah. and making them seem like that one tree when they were in abundance right they were totally in abundance then we had one tree that they couldn't eat out of they were i mean and he talked trying to start reasoning with her and if you think about it, he does that to us now. So when, you, when you're sitting there thinking about, I can't do this and all the reasons why I can't do this, just realize that's the devil trying to trick you out of not doing what you're supposed to be doing, right? Mm -hmm. So just don't worry about that and just move forward and just do it. Because the only failure that you really have is doing nothing. That's the true failure to me. Because if you go out there and fall on your face, just get back up and fall forward again on your face. Yeah. I fell so many times forward, like you, like you said, like it, 
Like, I love the you got a whole encyclopedia, I'm sure, isn't yeah, it? Exactly. Because every time I did it, 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 it may what you what you don't gain in money value, you gain in knowledge, right? Yes. I, I look at that two ways. Whatever I don't don't profit off of, I gain in knowledge. And you can take away all the money in the world from all the richest people in the world and give it to all the poorest people in the world, and the people with the rich money are going to have the money again because they have the knowledge, right? You have to go get the knowledge and knowledge comes with failure. I don't care what anybody says. You're going to have to fail a few times some, in order to make it. Yeah. And some of the best people have failed over and over again before they finally make it. Like it's okay to fail. Like it is perfectly fine. I don't care what society tells you. It's okay. That if you're not, if you haven't got, you know, various um, areas where you can say, well, that didn't work, that didn't work, um, then then obviously not taking as many risks. Um, but as we know, I mean, if we're in alignment with, with what the Lord, you know, with what we know, the principles that are taught, and if we continue to do mm -hmm. business with integrity and excellence and that we could, you know, it would be honouring to him, then... Yeah, the, the the stories that I've heard from businesses and, and even in, in careers of people who just really walk closely with the Lord, he's able to open doors that we, no matter how hard we would have worked, you know, um, that we know that it's by his grace that, that we are there. And uh, that's something that we really need to remind ourselves of every day, isn't it? So, Aaron, share a little bit more about how people can get in contact with you and uh, the work that you do for someone who may be listening to you today or watching the recording, listen to the recording, thinking, I like Aaron, uh, how could he support my business? Share a little bit more. Well, if they would like to contact me, they can get a hold of me at theaaronkimball.com. Or uh, there's a, also a Facebook group out there. It's called The Family Businessman. You can ask to join it. And also I'm on Instagram at Aaron Kimball Official. And you can talk, you can get a hold of me then. And um, I, I just want everybody to know that no matter what you do in life, you got to have faith. Because I'm going to share a quick story with you if I can make it through it, okay? So I was looking at what day it is. Today's the 26th. Three years ago, around 26th through the 31st, we got out of the hospital with our third, our second daughter. Our third, and she got sick one day. And within 24 hours, she died in the operating room for five minutes. Both of her lungs collapsed. Okay. I remember the the couple doctors, social worker, and the chaplain coming into our room because they had us in a waiting room and saying, We need to do the surgery. We need to do the surgery now. And they told us, We will not guarantee you anything. And But you got to sign a piece of paper. And I said, Okay, well, give me the paper. What are you waiting for? Give me the paper and go. I didn't know that would be one of the defining moments that made us realize how important faith is, you know? So everybody's out there so worried about, you know, if this fails, if this doesn't work out, that stuff really doesn't matter at the end of the day. You know, you got to have faith in what you're doing. You got to have faith in the good Lord. He's going to guide you because we walk out of the hospital a month later. She's totally healed, like no Nothing wrong, wrong with her lungs, still fine. And the funny thing about that is her name is Faith. Oh, wow. So don't don't let anybody tell you, you can't do it and rely on God because he will make a way. 
Yeah, he will always make a way through. Thank you for sharing that story. I mean, it's in those moments that when that just beautifully encapsulates everything that you said, there is nothing that we can do as you as a daddy want to protect your daughter, you know, and your wife and your family and knowing that your daughter's hands is in his hands, the best hands possible, you know, the hands that can heal. Um, and what a beautiful story now that you can then pass on, you know, to others. We had a child, we had a second son and he, he ended up, um, not, um, yeah, he ended up dying. And, and even in that, you know, we know that he's in a, he's already in heaven, you know, experiencing what all of God's children, all of us will at the end of uh, our, our life. And, you know, sometimes we don't know why did the Lord mm-hmm. allow uh, this to, to happen, there always is a reason. We may not know it in this lifetime, but in the next lifetime it will. And let it be a story that will always glorify him, you know, um, demonstrate the faith that we have and that no matter what happens, I know for a doubt and you know for a doubt, uh, you know without any doubt the world can be falling apart and we've probably thought that and seen certain things, but we know that at the end of the day it's going to be all right because he is in control and, um yeah, that's a, a message I think that's so worthwhile sharing. All right, so thank you so much, Aaron, for, for, for coming on the show. One one of the things that I love to do at the end of each show is just finish with a word of prayer. May I do that? Uh, yes, ma'am. Yes. Okay, let's pray. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Aaron today. We had so so many different conversations around so important things, Lord, you know, in the most challenging and of times, the most complex of times, surrendering to you, which means may seem so opposite to what we want to do, but when we do, Lord, and have faith, as Aaron said, even in the most trying and the difficult of circumstances, we know that we can lean on your strength. And um, yeah, so we just want to thank you for that story that he shared. And for the insights that he shared. May it uh, reach the people that needed to hear that today, Lord, that may be asking questions about why certain things happen, that they can uh, return back to you and um, and really just lean into you. Father, continue to bless uh, Aaron's business and the clients that he's working with, his family. Um, uh, continue to, to bless the work that they are doing. And we ask this all in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much uh, for coming on the show again. It's been wonderful and uh, all the very best, continued success with the work that you're doing. And um, again, thanks for the conversation. Thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate it. This podcast is brought to you by theinfluencealliance.com. Want to influence real change with your message by becoming known as a trusted authority in your industry while building a sustainable and scalable business you love? Find out how by accessing our free podcast series at www.theinfluencealliance.com forward slash podcast series. That's theinfluencealliance.com forward slash podcast series.